Your go-to girls, Jill Vanek and Lauren Sherwin, flip the script and give you a weekly dose of career advice, banter, and the insider office gossip. You have all heard the phrase, your go-to guy. We are Are your your go-to girls. It is the go-to girls, Jill and Lauren. We're here. Tonight is the night where we will be seeing 30 fabulous women. Yes. At our go-to girls Valentine's Day after dark event. You guys, tonight's the night. Tonight's the night. The first go-to girls live event. We, first of all, we just have to say how thankful we are to everyone who sold yes. out the event in yes. four days. We're so pumped. We saw those numbers. I literally screamed. We were worried because we were like, oh, it'll be our moms and like our <laughs> friends that we convince and like our family that we we're like, you have to be there. But we are so pumped at the amazing women that are going to be joining us this evening. And we are pumped to do more events in the future where we have bigger venues where we can have more individuals like join us. But it's going to be pretty awesome. We're excited for tonight. It's going to be amazing. And we also have a special treat for those who can't come to the event or tickets sold out. Um, We're going to have some of the panelists on um, as interview guests. And you're going to get amazing things coming into your earbuds. It's going to be awesome. But yeah, again... It's been so cool. Thank you for all the support. We are so excited to host this event. And tonight's the night. Tonight is so we'll the night. See. I can't wait Hopefully to some have... of you are listening to this in the morning and then I know. we'll see you tonight at the event. I, I can't, can't wait to have a cocktail. Well, you can't, but I can't wait to have a cocktail. With yeah, I can't wait to have a cocktail. Our so listeners. Like, yeah, I wish I could have a we'll cocktail. We'll have to give you a mocktail. Have you started making mocktails? No, I haven't really missed drinking. Like it hasn't been a thing where I've like really okay, missed that's it. good. Yeah, there was one night there was one night that I really wanted a margarita and like queso and I was like in the mood like to have like a yeah. Mexican night. But like other than that, I've been like, okay. I've been like not really needing a drink. Okay. You don't need anything to like no, hit been that. Good. That's not what I'm missing. I'm missing sushi. I'm not missing that. Oh, that's a sushi. good call. Yeah. I miss sushi. Yeah. Like ahi tuna, like all the shit I can't You're have. You're not missing deli meats? Mmm. <laughs> a hearty deli meat. Oscar Mayer. You can't what? have hot dogs. Can't have deli meat. What was a good that wiener. song? What was the wiener song? Like, am I not remembering this right? The Oscar, Oscar. Mayer wiener song. They had a song. Yeah, like I'm gonna totally butcher it. Someone out there has to know. Like, I'm a wiener now. No, I'm a big kid now. That was Toys R Us. Oh my! <laughs> I'm a wiener now. No, there is a jingle for Oscar Mayer. I know it. I know it. We'll. I'll have to get back to people on that. It's bothering me now. I know. Like, this is part of our childhood. Even though we're years apart, I, you had to have had it in your childhood. Did you eat a lot of hot dogs as a child? So my – okay, this is something to talk about. A lot is aggressive, but my mom and my dad, they always worked full-time. And like we used to have a saying, like, if it doesn't go ding, it's not done. Like my mom does not – like it didn't like to cook and was not a great cook. So yeah. everything was a microwave. So we had a lot of like um, SpaghettiOs. Remember really? Well, you don't mac and cheese. You don't cook, which is interesting. I don't cook, but I had a revelation the other day. I don't know how this is going to go over, but I think like the oh, is that the Oscar Mayer? Yeah. We're playing it in the background. Yeah. Yes. It's about baloney having a first name and a second name and spelling out 
O-S-C-A-R. Yeah, and then Meyer. Okay. I missed the boat, but I knew there was a jingle. This started, this jingle started in 1973, girlfriend. No, but I'm telling you, it's rebirthed. It's like. (laughs) Whatever you say. You guys, tell me if you remember the jingle. Wait, so go back Um, to like, because your mom never cooked. So you never had like home cooked meals. Never. You you have cereal in your in your fridge, in my fridge and you have like you don't you don't use your oven i don't use my oven but when i make the move in late march i really think as part of my new year's situation i okay. want to learn how to cook a few decent meals like when's the last time you cooked like a meal for, for a boyfriend Oh, for myself, never. Never. I never. The only last time I cooked was when I was like not trying to impress somebody, but I was like, oh, it's a nice thing to do, like make you a meal. And like it always turns out not great. So like your day-to-day, no. what does that look like? What what do you eat? I do a lot of ordering. I do a lot of um, oh, I'll brown taco meat. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> That's regularly? My- yeah, I'll have taco meat and like okay. gee, I'll yeah. Okay. It's not great. In my my situation, yeah, it's probably not the healthiest, but I love it. It's fine. Okay, I get by. But I'm that's one of my resolutions. And I your new like kitchen, new kitchen, new like I got to learn how to do some stuff. All right, so we're figuring that out. We're um, figure it out. The one thing we want to talk about that we have been struggling with is this goddamn gray, miserable January, stuck in sweatpants. I need an activity. I need something to look forward to. What have your activities been? I like, mean, we're nothing. getting ready for a baby, but like, what are you doing hobby wise? What Jer is a golfer. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, we're not doing in the Sherwin household. We're not doing much. We're doing a lot of like nesting, painting. Yes. Organizing. All good. Purchasing. Love life. It. But like, I'm missing like, it's just been so gray and miserable out. Like I'm missing like having things to look forward to where I feel like it's just like you're going to work every day. You go up to your home office and then it's six o'clock and it's dark at the four and it's thing. like the same monotonous thing every single day. Do you also feel in a weird way and you might think I'm bizarro. So I went to a concert last oh, Friday night. I'd kill. I'd kill for an event. It was literally as if I was on Jupiter. I had the best time. Of course, I did a weed gummy. I was like floating high. Weed gummies. Everyone there was 26, dressed like they were going to a fish concert. Who'd you go with? I went with my friend Katie. We actually knew or know the manager of the band. Oh my God. It was just their family. We were VIP. Thank you very much. Yeah, I love it. It was amazing, but it was so much fun, but it was also like... I wasn't anxious at all, but it was almost like I said to in, to myself in my head, when's the last time I've talked to a legit stranger who I truly don't know or yeah. didn't know? Yeah. It had been like months. Yeah. I- Months. Yeah. It was crazy because I went and met someone for coffee for like a networking purpose, okay. just to like network and kind of connect. And we met for coffee at La Colombe. <gasps> Um, on the lot Cologne so in good. Philly and like it was great but I was like when is the last time yeah. I met with a random new person that I wasn't connected with and like met in the city now granted I had to excuse myself and go vom um during our meeting but as, um as you know you as as you do when you're pregnant and have the the uh, the ips Did like you at all times her him like like so she was super cool okay. she came right from yoga she texted me that night later and was like hey like i'm gonna be coming right from yoga are you cool with that like super informal i was like absolutely like no problem i'm gonna be coming from jersey and then we were kind <laughs> yoga of in jersey yeah same, same, same thing, thing. <laughs> same thing like you're coming from yoga i'm coming from same jersey thing. like whatever <laughs> and so 
she's a, like a new mom and okay. we were like talking about it with like work and how that affected her and things that she's looking for now. We were just like talking about stuff. And then I was having like a hot tea, but I do really bad in the mornings. Like mornings are really tough for me. Okay. And I kind of looked at her and I was probably like sweating a little bit. Cause I was like, I was feeling it yeah. and I was talking to her and I was trying to hold it so bad. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I just have to run to the restroom real quick. And like, um, I went and then like I came back and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm just dealing with like morning sickness. And she's like, girlfriend, I, I had it the entire pregnancy. Like, yeah. super relatable and great. But like, I thought about it. Like, if that was a guy that I was like networking with, like, I would have had to hide that. Like, there was, there is no transparent, honest conversation about what you just went through. Or, and again, you're the one in this position. I can imagine you could say it, but he would have just looked at you like an alien. They just can't relate to they that. They just don't understand that. So, right. that, so, it was, so she was fine. So it was great. But, yeah, it's just like I am fighting the COVID blues a little bit because I'm not networking. I'm not going to events. I'm not going to dinners with clients. I'm not on planes. I'm not in consulting. It's it like is. it's my day to day is like monotonous. And you had said this before to me, but there's nothing to look forward to. Yeah. No trips, no this. Like nothing. I don't have anything planned. Yeah. I have a ton of PTO time that I is just sitting there. Yeah. Like, but I'm also like, okay, what am I going to use it for? But I need to get out of that mindset. Yeah. Like you need to have things to look forward to. Totally. And I think you going to that concert, having those things like look forward to things on your calendar that it's like, okay, like my Friday's over. I'm not just going to watch Netflix and like read a book and hang out. But like I have something to go see some people or things to look forward to. It's just been a week. It's been a very shitty January work. I feel like work's been insane since I got back. I feel like January is always horrible for work. Horrible. And then it was like gray. It's dark at four. And you're just like, oh, like it's just the day to day. But the good thing is, I think we need excuses to go out. Like I do think I'm actually even going to start getting on the apps again as an excuse to go out. Like I didn't tell you, but I was supposed to go out last week on a date and like Mm. we haven't been going out. So I was almost like, who cares what it is? It'll be exciting to like meet someone new. You've been a little quiet with your dating life. So this is fun. Well, I was off the apps for a while and was talking to this guy and it moves to text and Lauren, he sent me like a selfie of himself, like in real time. Like obviously the profile is very curated. It was not, not attractive at all. Mm, out. And I was like, I'm not doing this. You bailed. I bailed because I was like, I'm not attracted. I know this is not going to be a good time. And call me superficial. So many people will. I feel like you know if you know. Yeah. Like I am not one of those girls who subscribes to like, he can be hideous and like Quasimodo, but give it three dates. Absolutely not. Out. You're out before you, you were have out to have even went. out before I even went. I didn't end up going because I so was like, you, absolutely not. What'd you say? I just it, it, at that point you can ghost and it's not bad. I was just like out. Yeah, no. God, you are a little bit of a dude. I am a dude. You like just ghost. And I'm peace. working on it though. I'm working on that though. I don't think counts as ghosting. Okay. If you have never met the person, now I have ghosted before. That I take blame for. I'll go to hell for that. <laughs> I'm trying to work on that. I'll go to hell for that. I will. No, I'll I'm go going to hell. hell for that. Like I have to like a very nice guy. Yeah. I actually am a horrible person. Not really. Not slashing that incident. Yeah. I'm growing. Now, when I say I'm growing, that happened when I was 39. Amen. So, so we still have some work to do. We're growing. We're growing. But we're growing. We're growing. That's all that matters is we're growing. We're growing. We are growing. Just saying, I, I, we need a reason to get out of the house. Is we need really a reason to get out of the house. To. We are talking tonight because we don't think we're the only ones who are feeling no, this way. We know it. We know it's happening. Forbes just did an article on it. Um, 
fighting the COVID blues. Yeah. Um, advice from business research on how to kind of tackle the COVID blues. So for you who others who are out there who might be feeling a little bit down, it's normal. You join the club. Welcome to the club. Welcome. It's normal. Welcome but to the club that maybe sucks. Maybe the club that sucks. Get some friends, get an activity, or go to a Girl Two Girls event on a Thursday night, which I like. That's my biggest thing I'm looking forward to. Oh, no. I literally every day I'm like, oh my God, 90s away, 90s, 80s yeah. away. Like, I get so excited. Um, I think it's going to be amazing. So, what we just want to talk about tonight is what are some of those tips and tricks that you can do to kind of help you get out of this COVID blues, especially for you guys that are in yes. miserable January. Now we're in February that we're just trying to get through where we're hoping spring comes, spring comes a knock. I know spring. I feel like this spring and summer lights out. Hot girl, it, hot girl, yeah, spring, hot girl, it's summer. It's going to be a whole sitch. Yeah. Cause screw Omicron. It's just like, let's go. Yeah. Everyone's exactly. boosted, vaxxed. It's yeah. just like, let's just go. Give me another booster. I'll boost it up right yeah. before summer let's just hits. Boost. Let's just boost the shit out of us. Yeah. Um, but one thing we do want to talk about before we dump into that is um, some really sad news came out today. Yes. Sad news came out. And I think this really just through social media and news reports and outlets, I think it really affected us. And I know it'll yeah. affect a lot of the listeners that news came out that Chelsea Christ, who was an extra correspondent and former Miss USA, died by suicide at age 30. She jumped from her residence, from her building in New York. Yeah. And it comes as such a shock. And I think not that this needs a silver lining. This is horrible. But I think it is opening up the conversation about mental health, mental illness, and the fact that looking from the outside, this woman had everything. Mm -hmm. And we never truly know what's going on. Yeah. And we would just like to say, Jill and I have been super honest about our journeys with therapy and working on ourselves. I've been super honest around mm -hmm. my times of going through anxiety and depression when I was kind of in a dark place um, about a year ago. So for those of you who are listening on this call, reach out to your girlfriends, check in on them. Um, you never know what's happening behind closed doors, but it is always good to know that you have a support system of people behind you when you're going through really difficult times. 100%. And just keep, a, keep an eye on your your community, your gal pals. Because I think we talk about this a lot. I mean, this woman was an attorney. She had her MBA, Miss USA. She was on boards. She was on the board of directors for Big Brothers, Big Sisters. I mean, she had her life, like her priorities straight. It's, I think, again, you know, lean into your support system, but also, guys, at a certain point in time, like lean into you. Yeah. Like, where are your resources? Who do you need to reach out to? Like, you know what I mean? Ask for help. Ask for help. Ask for help. So, for all of you that are listening on here, reach out to your girlfriends those who might be struggling, just put in the extra effort just to reach out to those people. Cause you just never, you never know. You never know. And I'm glad it is starting this conversation because we were talking about it and, um, women suffer from depression and, and, um, uh, actively attempt to commit suicide right. more than men, but men are more successful, successful with it. And, and again, there's a, a lot of research and data about why and how and all of that. But, but again, like, you know, I think a lot of women suffer quote unquote in silence. Agree. Yeah. So, again, so here's just, something we should be talking about. And here's some tips and tricks to fight those COVID winter blues, help you get reconnected. Let's talk it. Jill, kick us off with tip number one for okay. the ladies. Tip number one, this is sort of a mix of, 
be present, be grateful, practice gratitude. So basically it says put on your own oxygen mask first. There are so many times, especially as women, like again, let's cut to the chase. It's all about partner, kids, this, that, work, so many other things. Like we... If we were sitting here two years ago, there's no way in hell we would be sitting here saying like, oh yeah, it's going to be the third variant and we're mm-hmm. still going to be in yeah. COVID. Like we can't predict the future. Lean into people, places, relationships right here, right now. And you know, it sounds silly, but I started practicing this. And again, I'm not saying I'm some mini Buddha at all, but it, I mean, research shows gratitude helps like every morning, write down five things you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, you're alive, two arms, two legs, you're breathing, like let's fucking go. Let's fucking go you know absolutely and i think it's mindset is a big piece of that like how you're setting yourself up the mindset in which you're entering your day that the task this routines that you're in all of those things are coming into play with what you're doing totally like write affirmations do your thing like i the other day i'm not kidding lauren like you might think i've literally lost it but i you know steve harvey (laughs) okay you guys i actually really love him so you know steve harvey (laughs) yes jill i know who steve (laughs) harvey is well aware okay you guys i'm I secretly have, yeah, I secretly have a crush on Steve Harvey. And if you don't know, he has such a story up, like he was homeless for a while living out of his car. Like he has a really vast background. Yeah. Like a very cool story. Um, and the other day he was being interviewed and, you know, he's very spiritual, but he said, you know, I would make a list and every morning and every night, a list of things I was going to manifest and make happen in my life. What do you want to come true? What are you working towards? You read that every morning and every night. And in a year you come back and talk to me. And I think the whole point of that, that I love, and maybe I've jumped off the deep end, but I literally started doing it. Like it gets your priorities together. It gets your head straight. There's so many things throughout the day, like little things that could go wrong. It's like, what is my focus? What's my purpose? Yeah. What am I doing for the day? No, I love that. I think that's awesome. Um, the tip that we wanted to share, the next tip we want to share is how are you tapping into your inner spark of curiosity? So curiosity is critical to learning, to innovation, to higher levels of life satisfaction. So getting inquisitive is going to help you during these times that are these dark, like these times of COVID and the COVID blues is going to help you get out of it. When you have a heightened sense of curiosity, you're going to have less stress. You're going to approach your days thinking about what you might learn during these strange period rather than feeling paralyzed by the changed circumstances. So I just get out there and be curious and look into things like you, like you're doing a huge thing where you're reading more. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've already cranked what three, four books. I'm on book number four. And like, I, w- I was actually really proud of myself the other day. If I'll toot my own horn. I actually ended up going to the event with someone, but I have been in love with this author of my favorite book of all time is called A Little Life. Mm. And and that is this book for anyone listening. It's no small feat. It's like 700 pages. It, it will change your life. It's, it's guttural. It's Mm. heart wrenching. It's just everything. I'm obsessed with this author and she wrote a new book and she was doing an event at the Philadelphia free library. Mm. And I, I ended up there. One of our friends went, but I was going to go by myself and I was so proud of myself. Like I was curious. I wanted to go to the event. I'm reading a lot more. And it's so funny. Social media is amazing. Like I posted, I was reading about it and I had like four people be like, Oh my God, let's debrief about it. I read it too. Mm. Like, it's just, like follow your curiosities. I know friends who are baking, like yeah, cooking. Uh, baking's back. Baking's back. The sourdough thing is back. back. I have no people interest are, in sourdough. People are baking. People are yeast. cooking. People are stuck inside. Yeah. People are taking that on. Yeah, but, for sure. I mean, truly, I feel like 
you know, again, it, it, this sounds like beating a dead horse, but I have I have friends who have opened their own studios during mm-hmm. the pandemic. I mean, we started this podcast. We did. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's a lot of room to like dig into like what the hell do I really want to do, right? And what's going to spark that joy, that inner yeah. joy within you that's going to get you out of the monotonous day to day? Exactly. Love exactly. It. Perfect. Yeah. Love that. Now, next tip we have is one that obviously if we could conquer this, we would be bazillionaires, but you have to not attempt to make work manageable. You have to actually do it. So we all know, and we talk about this all the time. If I stare at these four walls mm. one more mm. GD day of God work, damn it. I'm going to lose my mind. So schedule your day. And that means take ownership of your calendar. Obviously, we all have meetings unless you are the CEO of your own company. And even then, you know, you have to make allowances for meetings, for employees, for things that you have to put on your books, but block your calendar. So that was a tip given to me by a coworker that people mistake your free time with availability And that is a big mistake. I've started blocking half an hour walk. Yeah. Tubbs needs to go out. Walk to Starbucks. Like schedule time for you. Even if there's a podcast you love, maybe the go-to girls. Hello. Make time. Like it, it just, I think people think like, oh my God, I can't leave my desk. I can't schedule my day. That 15 minutes or 30 minutes, like that's where you're going to get your best ideas. Like totally. you have to get outside and mix it up. Just schedule that time for you. Schedule your workouts, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. The other big piece we wanted to build, build off of that is focus on the important projects that you yeah. have in your schedule. So we spend a lot of our days putting out small fires everywhere. So you're answering emails, mm-hmm. you're doing, you know, menial objects and uh, like obligations to get off to your to-do list but you're really not setting a time, big blocks of time to work right. on the big chunks of work or huge projects that like require a heavy lift and things that are weighing you down and probably more stressful. You're just getting all these little tasks done. So what we want to kind of focus on is how are we working on those important projects? How are we scheduling the time to assist with those? And how are we kind of putting off the small menial tasks that are just feeling like you're putting out fires all day to really spend some time on that heavy lifting on those bigger projects? And I really do think this is easier said than done, but every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Oh, God. Yeah. And I can speak for myself, but I know, Lauren, you fall into this camp too. We're achievers and we're type A. And if somebody comes to me with an opportunity, I'm usually going to say absolutely. And I'm going to sink my teeth into it. But you know, it's just like purging your closet or the Marie Kondo method, I think really can work at work in some instances. Does this bring me joy? Can I get this extraneous thing off of my calendar? Yep. Just make sure that you're continuously editing your life. Yeah. I think today was a, today was one of those days where I said, like, I got asked to help out on a project to like assist with a proposal and kind of help out on a client side. And not that it wasn't going to benefit me, but it's not part of my portfolio and it just is additional work for me to help out someone else on the team. I am so slammed right now. I'm trying to be better about as I'm like, which is scary. I'm already prepping for maternity leave for these big client projects because of like mm. the time we're delivering them and stuff. I'm trying to be more mindful of what I'm committing to in those activities. And this is the first time I said, hey, just due to my time commitment, I can't put time into it then over the next two weeks, but I'm happy to assist towards like the end of February if it's like not a time constraint. I have had anxiety about that conversation all day today because I said no. 
Absolutely. But I, I knew that and was it the feels right thing different. to do. And it feels different because we are achievers and we constantly want to take things on. But at the same time, I knew I couldn't give the team what they needed and support wise because of everything that I have on my plate. And it wasn't, not that it wasn't going to benefit me, but it was literally just the benefit of someone else that ugh, that was tough though. It was the first time I've ever done that today. It's tough to set boundaries along those lines. And I think, you know, we have real talk here. And just like Lauren is saying no, I think too, we recognize that there are some opportunities or sometimes you're voluntold to do Mm -hmm. things that we get it. In a work scenario, when you're trying to climb up that ladder, you can't say no to everything. everything. But there are ways to say yes, pick projects that are meaningful to you or have that time limit. You didn't come out and say, absolutely not. You said, here's my availability or let's reassess or again, just focus on those small steps because we understand it's not like everything is in your control, but be smart about it. Be smart about it. Absolutely. The next thing that I am guilty of, but Mm. I'm really working to rectify this. And we talked about this. It's not like we all have trips to Italy planned or these international trips. Take time off if you can, even to do a staycation, Mm -hmm. sit in your house, get things done. Like I am moving at the end of August, no, end of March. And I can't believe I'm going to ask for a full week off but I have so much time to burn. I'm going to do it and I can't feel guilty about it. No, you have to do it. And it's going to set you up to be in such a better position because you're going to do it. Exactly. And I need that time to do it. I mean, and it's also when we think about it, it is not fair to your clients, colleagues, patients, whoever is on the receiving end of that. If I'm moving boxes, but quote unquote working that day, answering bullshit emails, I'm not giving my full Mm -mm. attention. So yeah, it makes sense. Makes total sense. One of the big kind of overarching pieces of this is really turning your energy outward. Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of times we're focusing on the inward piece of it. So how are you turning your energy outward? So one of the things to do is really, how are you putting your family first? Um, how are you remembering to set time aside, works aside and make a priority to connect with family and friends in a meaningful way? I think you just talked about, about having the concert, like you work all week, you're kind of on the grind all week. Like how are you creating meaningful opportunities, connect with family and friends, things to look forward to those connection points and that time together is a huge benefit to you and that time. A hundred percent. And you know, it's so interesting. Like I'm looking at my calendar for this Friday and I have a lot of meetings and I have one meeting actually at La Colombe. Hmm. I'm meeting a woman who wants to network to get into industry who my boss set me up with. And part of me, oddly, weirdly, started feeling guilty. Well, I'm getting coffee. This doesn't really count. No, that's part of my work Work. day. Lauren and I are talking about, you need to go have a drink, blow off steam, things that have nothing to do with work and don't feel guilty. What I've started to try to do as much as I can, give myself an entire day where I have nothing planned and nothing to do. Mm. One day, Mm. literally no obligations. I don't have to work. I don't have to do anything because I feel like we just so get in these ruts and well, she wants to meet on a Saturday. Let me do this or let me cater to that person X, Y, or Z and you start to fall by the wayside. So that's a big thing. I mean, next thing, Forbes Forbes is saying hug it out, but here's how I'm going to interpret it. 
I mean, I do think connection is big though. Like I, I do, think you yeah. need to see people in person. We're so in a video I'm culture. Like I'm not saying you have to hug everyone. I'm just saying like, go out, like take time to meet up with that friend, like get off your couch. I don't care if it's obviously February and like minus five degrees, like go. you're going to be happy when you get there. You are going to be. Uh, the other one is sharing your money and time with others. Um, you know, but material purchases are less satisfying than buying experiences like taking a trip or attending a show. And we've talked about taking that vacation mm-hmm. time. Of course, you're not going to Italy right now and things like that. But how can you spend money in ways that are fostering shared experiences with loved ones and friends and family and having things to look forward to and really sharing your money and time with other people and, and giving back? Exactly. The other thing I love that you just said that like science shows and it's not because science shows. It's also because we know that people listening have purpose and are good individuals. Where can I volunteer? Like gratitude. If we have a roof over our head, food to eat, all of that kind of stuff, it sounds so cheesy. I'm sounding very Steve Harvey-ish, but- We're big on Steve Harvey tonight. We are in that X percent. Like, what can I do to give back? And one of the things that we're doing at our live event tonight Mm -hmm. is we are working with the organization No More Secrets MBS, and we're also working with Girls Give Back. Mm -hmm. And it's a nonprofit in Philadelphia. And for the month of February- Girls Give Back is doing a drive all across the city at different places, at the Wellness Refinery, at the Balance Room, which is a Pilates studio on 5th and Fitz, at Together, which is down in Old City on North 3rd Street. You can drop off feminine hygiene products and really donate to women who don't have access to these things. So pick an organization. Maybe you donate to something once a month. Maybe you go to a food bank. Maybe you help a friend in need, like do something that gets you outside of yourself and outside of your ego. And bring it all home. Hang in there. Yeah. We're all doing our best. We're just doing our best. We're doing our best. We're trying to make it one day at a time. Yeah. But we're hoping that these tips and tricks can kind of help you get out of your blues that you might be having like we are, they're winter blues. And just know that they're normal and they're so accelerated due to COVID. Like it, it's just, this is normal. I think it would be abnormal if people were like, I'm thriving. You know what I mean? Who the hell is thriving right now? Yeah. I'm just surviving. Yeah. I think everyone is. Like whatever that New York Times article said, like everyone's languishing. I think that was the word. Languishing is a big piece of it. Yeah. We don't know when it's going to end and everyone feels like their life is on hold, but you can do tips. Like some of these we gave you, like take action, like actually take a hold of your life. There are things you can do. I think the gratitude piece of it, there's easy things where building those rituals, spending time with friends and family, putting yourself first, blocking off your calendar. We just hope that some of these tips and tricks will be helpful for you, especially if you're kind of struggling a little bit right now during these times and having the COVID blues to kind of get out of that and re-spark that energy. And, you know, if not, we'll just see you tonight at the Go-To Girls event and we'll re-spark your energy right tonight. And also, I'm still not advising to go out with someone who you're not attracted to. No. But who has time? You don't have time for that. Exactly. You don't have time for that. I'm trying to survive and I don't want mm. it to be with an uggo. We have no time for uggos. <laughs> we don't like uggos. No, you guys, that sounded bad, but it was really bad picture. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I got no time for uggos. But guys, we are so excited. Thank you as always for listening. Please, we know we ask all the time, but it means the world to us. It helps us so much. If you could rate, review, and subscribe, it just helps us with like the ratings and um, everything. So we appreciate it. And for those of you who are lucky enough to grab one of the 30 golden tickets, we'll see you tonight at the Ghost yes. Girls event. We cannot wait. Are you choking? I'm choking, sort of. So I try to go off mic. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys tonight. Thank you, as always, for listening. We will see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.